This episode is brought to you by Splash Refresher. I believe in the three beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash, they spice it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. My flavor that I've been enjoying the most lately is the wild berry. Keep one on your desk. You'll be hydrated in no time. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches Media presents Ha ha, laugh, funny Mention it all A Bravo by Betches podcast We don't say that, but now we said it With Dylan Hafer Hold on, check me, bro And Barry Rosenfeld I need to start drinking alcohol Now go to sleep, we Hey everyone, welcome back to the Mention It All podcast I'm Dylan Hafer And I'm Barry Rosenfeld And here we go. Again. I feel like it's we're, Friday. we're in good spirits today. We, yeah, we've both we got a pack. We both schedule. woke up early uh, for for no real reason that we needed to. <laughs> we're just ready to go. Um, we- Wait, when we say early, by the way, like we mean very early. Like I usually am a seven seven thirty p- a.m. riser. This morning was like five five thirty. Ooh, I was no not quite that early, all. but normally I can sleep till like eight. But you know, I was just so excited to get on and record today. If you missed yeah. our episode yesterday, go back and listen to it. We talked all things New Jersey and had the lovely Jackie Goldschneider on who talked a lot about her issues with Teresa and everything that's going on this season. Definitely don't want to miss that. And also just a little plug, we have the Mention It All newsletter launching next week. Very exciting. You can subscribe now at betches.co slash bravo newsletter. It's going to be once a week recaps, bravo tea that we're spilling. We're going to be recommending old seasons and shows to go back and binge. It's going to be a lot of fun. You should definitely check it out. Um, but yeah, let's just let's just dive right into this episode of Summer House. Dive right in. Yeah. Oh. Dive right into the, to the pub crawl... <laughs> The mess of it uh, all. I need to, yeah, I need to start off with why they called it a pub crawl and not a bar crawl. Was there a specific, like, uh, it didn't make I've sense to me. I, I mean, I think those terms are interchangeable to me. Me too. But for their party specifically, like, it was like a part, it was like bar. There was no pub involved, you know? They should like, have called it like I a club loved, crawl. Yes. Ooh, I, the, she the coined a term. That, yeah, I love <laughs> that. The detail that went into each of these themed rooms was impressive that was a fun that was like a fun thing to do especially like i i guess it would be kind of random to do it if you weren't like stuck in a house like quarantined in a house but (laughs) for for the situation that they're in this season that was like a really fun activity and it felt like a theme party that wasn't just like let's all wear costumes do you think they got like a each one of them got a certain amount to spend from Bravo for their decor? <laughs> yeah, like they each they each had like a they had a per <laughs> diem that they could spend on the like an allotment. Yeah. Like you get a hundred dollars yeah, on okay. Amazon, go crazy. Right. So Sierra didn't use any st- of hers, by the way. Um, well, I know, but hers was hers was a really good no, she her she should have used her per diem for a a cleaning service. Just some yeah. just no no no. I'm sorry, not a cleaning service, an organizational service. She, Yes, she needs um the what's it the they have the Netflix show, the the home, the edit. home edit. She needs the home. I'm edit. sorry, sh- she's just so hot that like it doesn't even matter. Totally. I don't get it. Like whatever. But we <laughs> we we have our our yearly girls and guys night because like us all, we need a break from each other. So the guys are 
raging lunatics playing beer pong and you don't realize that there's only three of them compared to like there's like five or yeah, six girls in the house having a spa night i didn't think about that to begin with and then now that stravi is gone there are only three guys in the house and <laughs> it really they are outnumbered this episode it becomes i mean obviously they have their separate night but then even after that it becomes super apparent because you have carl and kyle that are clearly like a duo and then luke on the outs so it really does it becomes clear this season kind of how skewed the dynamics are in the house and this girls night to me is super awkward they've got you've got (laughs) hannah starting off with her like soothing voice that is not soothing to me i'll just say um and (laughs) then they're wearing these like hilarious looking like animal masks and yes meanwhile bridesmaids robes (laughs) yeah meanwhile (laughs) they're just like shit talking luke and so it starts off they're going around the circle and saying if they had if there was only like one person left on earth and they had to procreate with who would they choose in the house and you know the the popular choices are carl and kyle and then Lindsay says that she would choose luke and she's saying how you know luke has all these good qualities and i thought it was Obviously, this was sort of a trigger because the other women in the house have already been talking about this. Right. It's the thing is, like, it's not even a rumor. It's literally like this note from the psychic. Like, they don't have any actual evidence. And so they're kind of taking this as like, oh, Lindsay's talking all these, this good stuff about Luke. This is like more proof that they hooked up, which I just did not take it that way. Right, when the viewers are looking at Luke's a hot guy, like in Lindsay and right, like, him would make cute babies. There's only three <laughs> choices. Lindsay has way more history with the other two than she does with Luke. Like, it's not that weird right. of a choice. Right, it was, okay, but I have to say, when I said recently Paige is having a great season, but, like, she really is. Like, her and Amanda going up to Luke and asking, just straight up asking. Yeah. If he and Lindsay um, had sex, Luke, I I'm telling you, I don't know where I stand with this. I do not know if they did or not. I cannot tell if they did. They are both extremely good actors. If they didn't, I feel bad because everyone's still talking about it. But like Luke was like pretty surprised by the question. I agree. I don't I don't feel like I know the answer 100 percent, but I feel strongly that I don't like the way that the other women in the house are going about it. And I think they're acting super shady about it. And the thing is like, I, 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 I I understand if it was like fun shade and like, they're having fun with the drama, but it feels like they've taken this DM from the psychic. And all of a sudden it's like, this is grounds to, you know, execute Luke and Lindsay if it happened. And it's like, okay, first of all, you don't actually have like physical evidence of it happening. So Mm-hmm. You you stop pr- acting like you do. And also, if they did have sex or whatever, to me, it's truly not that big of a deal. Like, obviously, everybody in this house has had their, you know, baggage and their past experiences with each other. But, like, when Lindsay hooked up with Carl last season, it wasn't like Paige and Danielle tried to, like, excommunicate her from the house. So it's like, I to me, it's just not that big of a deal. And I hate that it's being kind of used as, the like inciting incident for this massive chaos in the house. Well, here's the thing. They page even said last night that 
they are in quarantine, so they're kind of going a little stir crazy. So that's part of the reason why, like, they're kind of doing it. The only part of it that I don't agree with is the fact that they didn't ask Lindsay. They went like straight to Luke. Like that's not girl code. You know what I mean? Like ask Lindsay, but them themselves probably knew the reaction they were going to get, which is exactly what Lindsay gave them a few minutes later. So they knew she was going to flip out. So Lindsay flips out, but I want to talk about the guys because earlier Uh at guys night, and then obviously later in the episode, Carl and Kyle suddenly have this kind of issue with Luke where they, feel like he's not been honest about his intentions in the house and, you know, that he needs to own up to the fact that he, like, thought he was going to get with Sierra and it didn't work and blah, 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 blah. And I I understand, like, wanting someone to be honest and, you know, wanting someone to, like, just be straight up, but I don't quite understand how we got to the point where Kyle and Carl are so upset with Luke. I don't, I, I do. It's called a lot of cases of lover boy. I'm not, (laughs) I'm not a Luke uh, cheerleader by any means, but I definitely Mm -hmm. feel like there's kind of this weird sentiment that the house has gotten swept up in that Luke is like the agent of chaos. And I just don't really see it like that. I think he's kind of a fuck boy. I think his situation with Sierra definitely didn't go the way he wanted it to. And I do think he should have done a better job of respecting her boundaries that she was trying to set when she brought up him text, him texting her at night. I think when he says, why isn't it okay for me to text you at night? The, the answer to that is because she said she doesn't want you to. Correct. But, right. I, but I don't quite get, I feel like all of the cast, it almost reminds me of um, on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, the way in the last couple seasons, they've sort of chosen someone to gang up on a little bit. Like it happened with, um, it happened with Denise and the season before it sort of happened with Lisa Vanderpump. I feel like it almost feels like there's been this kind of decision within the house that rather than sort of sit together and work through these problems, we're going to make Luke like the 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 bad one absolutely i said this last week i was like exactly like you i'm not like oh my god i love luke i'm obsessed but i was like they're being mean like they're actually like excluding him they're being mean and like i do kind of feel bad because like he is like just trying to be their friend the whole thing with texting sierra like i get it she asked that's it but in his defense he was like it came out of the blue. Like we've texted past 9 PM and he said he, he understands like whatever. And it is a respect thing, mm-hmm. but I think his reaction when he like giggled a little kind of made her a little bit more upset, yeah. but he was like, we're friends. So I'm sorry. I wasn't like sexting you. I was kind of just seeing like, I, I don't, I was just being polite, but I think that whole thing was just a miscommunication, but yeah, like I, I'm still like, I don't find anything wrong with Luke. I think cause the biggest thing is he's not an asshole. It would be one thing if he had like, if his actions are a little bit different, but his personality, he doesn't seem like a rude, nasty guy. So it's hard to be like, I hate Luke. Cause like, he seems really nice. Yeah. And since Unless those are his intentions, like since the first two or three weeks of this season, when he was kind of having more drama with Sierra and Hannah, he's pretty much kept to himself. Like, I mean, he's definitely... The guy just wants to chop wood. He just... Like, I... Yeah, like you're saying, I think the Sierra texting thing, I think Sierra has more of a reason to be frustrated, upset with him, whatever. But it's funny because Mm -hmm. I feel like all of us watching the show are 
like the, the sentiment I see on social media so much is like, you know, Hannah's manipulating the house. Like it's hard to watch. She's like kind of going crazy maybe, but it's like, I think that it's weird that all of a sudden it feels like Hannah has gotten the entire house on her side with this sort of like anti-Luke agenda. And Mm -hmm. a few weeks ago, or I mean, literally like one week ago, Kyle and Hannah were like arch nemeses. And now they basically are fighting for the same thing. Yeah. Okay. So here's the thing. First of all, we got to give more credit to this this pub crawl where they each decorated their room to their own home state and they went all themed out. Everyone, Lindsay was Florida. Carl was Pennsylvania, but he went Lancaster, Pennsylvania, which is not where he's from. Um, Sierra was Atlanta. Luke was Minnesota and Paige and oh my God, Danielle was the Hamptons, which is beautiful. And Paige and Hannah were New York, um, City. New York and Kyle and Amanda were California. Did I get everyone? I think, I think so. so. And like they did such just such a good job themed drinks like it was so thought out and Mm -hmm. like i thought again i was like oh my god are they gonna be mean to luke's but luke had like a photo wall like his was so adorable and like an outhouse like i don't know who did you think did the best whose room do you think was the best um i really liked hmm i thought everyone did a pretty good job I liked, I actually did like Luke's a lot. I thought that his dedication to the theme was really nice. I thought Carl's was maybe the most inventive. Um, so I'll give creativity points to him. The sh- the water shots, um, he had buckets. Like, I, I don't know. He, <laughs> I liked that he was like the flat screen TV is not mine. <laughs> and, and that his name was Ezekiel. Ezekiel, yes. <laughs> um, no, it was a fun theme party, of course. Yeah. But the fun couldn't last for too and long. Dish. And um, we have in the kitchen, again, Carl and Kyle confronting Luke about not being honest. And Carl is like, you know, I want you to own up to the fact that, you know, you basically tried to get it in and it didn't work. And then Sierra comes back in and she's getting on Luke about this texting thing, which we've already talked about. And then all of a sudden, it's, I mean, it's basically just a pile on and well luke does walk away he does he He goes downstairs out the front door Mm -hmm. and he's clearly talking to production security whatever and they're like to me this this felt like a thing where you know they have this like quarantine situation in place and like if he's if he's acting like he's gonna leave the house then they need to like try and get him to stay because if he leaves, he might not be able to come back. Like it's that sort of thing. And then he, you know, a switch flips and he's back in the front door and, you know, dumping a drink, yelling up the stairs at Kyle. And I mean, we get a big to be continued, which I definitely feel like they earned this episode, but well, part of me when he like left and came like, it was like, what were his intentions? Was he purposely, was he like leaving to go get air? And then he was like, like got more angry. And then production was like, what's going on? Like, they kind of Carl was in his room and he heard the commotion and came out and he's actually the one that went to go get physical. Cause I think he was just like defending Kyle. Right. But Kyle was so drunk. He was in no, no shape to like physically fight someone. He would have gotten his ass kicked. Yeah. I think unfortunately <laughs> it felt to me like he went outside to kind of walk it off a little bit. And then you never know a producer might have honestly been egging him on. Like it, you don't know kind of what happens in these situations, but you know, I, um, 
I definitely don't want anyone to leave the house, especially after no. Stravi left. I, I hope everyone stays for the full season. Um, but we also can't have another guy leave. That would really be two guys. But I, I also have to say that we do know Des is coming at some point. Oh, shoot. No, I can't imagine Luke leaving. Oh, my God. That would be kind of crazy, though. Well, also, also, he's on Winter House, so they wouldn't be. That's very true. They wouldn't be like, he wouldn't be like storming off the show and like then be in a house with Kyle again six months later. Also, their guys and guys handle things way different than girls. Like they're they're clearly like good already. We'll and see. I do have to say that last night Paige said that she said that Luke is very genuine and they're good. Like Paige is the one that hated Luke the most, like out of everyone, like including last season. So I'm glad that like more people are like starting to like give Luke a chance. I have a feeling that Paige, I think a lot of Paige's issues with Luke were from her his situation with Hannah and that she was being a loyal friend to Hannah. And I totally respect that. But I think now that that situation is really in the rear view mirror and maybe we have a little more clarity on what was really going on. Maybe, you know, it feels like Luke wasn't as much of like a villain in that situation as we were initially like led to believe that maybe for Paige, it's kind of easy to be like, okay, let's just start fresh. Like Hannah's engaged. Like she's not, you know, thinking about Luke anymore. Like it's not that big of a deal. And you know, they're on winter house together too. So I, I hope that, yeah, like it would be nice for the group to kind of start fresh. And I don't feel like Luke is the kind of person, whether you like him or not, I don't think he's the kind of person who needs to be like voted out of the house or anything. Like it's not that deep. And I yeah, hope that so I hope that see. they don't continue to like alienate him like that because I don't think he actually deserves it. Yeah, no. So Summer is fast approaching, which means more social events, more weddings to attend, more nights on the town, and hopefully more vacations. That's why I'm so thankful for today's sponsor, Honeylove, for covering us with the best shapewear. With Honeylove, you can feel your best even when you're wearing less. They've revolutionized compression technology, so you no longer have to feel like you're suffocating while wearing effective shapewear. Plus, they are the only shapewear that won't ever roll down, no matter how much you groove on the dance floor. For a limited time only, you can get Honeylove on sale. Get 20% off your entire order with our exclusive link, honeylove.com MIA. Support our show and check them out at honeylove.com forward slash MIA. When talking about effective shapewear, Honeylove's best-selling superpower short is the go-to. It has targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas where you need less compression. Their signature X targets and sculpts your midsection without squeezing your natural curves. The superpower short is helping ladies everywhere sculpt and smooth from stomach to thigh by offering the perfect amount of compression. You won't have to worry about it rolling down, which is unheard of in shapewear, thanks to flexible boning that's hidden in the side seams. This piece is also a booty lifter. Boost bands on the back of the thigh give your bottom an amazing shape. Treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com MIA. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com MIA. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started, honeys. Shape your life with Honeylove. Let's talk about Real Houses of Dallas, which I feel like was ages ago but then i realizing below deck was even further yeah i'm like trying to fi- i'm like trying along. to find my notes like where um <laughs> this, this episode of dallas was interesting um we have a lot of uh a lot of tiffany a lot of carrie a lot of deandra so cast <laughs> i mean i guess the cast is in this episode um we actually do have a little bit of stephanie this episode because her locker read 
makeover is done. I think it's interesting that they're taking a private jet to go see this like locker room situation, yes. but it looks nice. And I'm very proud of Stephanie. Like we saw her do this from the beginning and now we've seen it fully executed and she did a absolutely beautiful job. I'm scared for a football team to not keep it the way that it looks right now, but you know what? She's proud. She wanted Travis to be proud of her. And I think he is, they gave themselves a little shield kiss, which was so cute. We love to see shield. I will say one thing I didn't love to see that men's locker room was about four times the size of the women's locker room, uh, which (laughs) in light of what happened at the uh, women's March madness tournament last week, I was like, Hmm, I noticed that, but whatever. I I mean, it looks nice. I'm glad she feels fulfilled doing her charitable work. um, And yeah. And, and and like, what's next? And um, I guess that's her storyline for the season wrapped up. (laughs) Um, Okay. Let's talk about Tiffany or um, Carrie and Deandra go over to Tiffany's house. Um, and they're kind of talking about what happened with Mama D in the last episode. And Deandra's sort of clearing the air about her name change. And the way that she mm-hmm. says that it happened was that she changed her name to honor her stepfather because he was the one that was kind of there for her and supporting her. And that it was a way kind of as a tribute and that she kept her maiden name or her original last name as her middle name. So she's still right. she's Deandra Calloway Simmons. Um, which whatever, I don't, obviously none of us were, were there to know the difference, but that she did not do it to be opportunistic. And it's interesting because Carrie and Tiffany have a very different read on Deandra's relationship with her mom than I think she does because they see it as your mom is so involved in your life. She cares. She wants to be there. She wants to be invested in your life. Whereas mm-hmm. they don't feel like they necessarily have that with their mothers. And I, I understand why from their outside perspective, it looks that way, but having heard Deandra talk about her relationship with her mom, just because you're just because a parent is involved in your life doesn't mean that they're involved in a supportive, caring, you know, nurturing way. And I absolutely, I can, you know, I heard Deandra talk last week. Um, she did a clubhouse Q and a, that was really great. And she was talking about how she's, she craves that sort of affection from her mom and that she's never really gotten that. And that at this point, you know, her mom is 80 years old. She has to just accept that she's never going to get that from her and that that's been a really hard thing to come to terms with. So I think it's, I understand where Carrie and Tiffany are coming from, but also just because D is in her life doesn't mean that she's getting that kind of loving support from her. Yeah. And there's, and it's, I'm sorry, it's very clear that she's not either. Like, they can't possibly look from the outside and think that that's the kind of relationship they want with their moms. Like, it's not, it doesn't look, to my personal opinion, it's not, it doesn't look healthy. But I just can't get over the fact that Dee is 80. I'm sorry, if you look at her, she looks like she's late 60s, like maybe 70. She looks so effing good that... Maybe we should invest in um what is it late morning bad e- what is it hard night good Early, morning <laughs> hard night good I like used every adjective the green miracle if you what will it was. <laughs> <laughs> I you know they have that they have that new soft soft package the brand new logo the updated branding um, I can't but <laughs> uh, I, you know what though we also see 
Deandra and Mama D makeup. And can I just say, Deandra has never looked better than this Absolutely. season. She looks so good. Her outfits, her glam, everything. I feel like she feels confident. Like she just looks amazing. But she, she is at her mother's house, which like you can even feel her in there. Mm -hmm. Not comfortable. Yeah. She's more comfortable in her own skin than in her mom's house. Like it's which actually that makes sense, but right. But it's not, it's um, not a safe space for her. Yeah. And you know what? I kind of really appreciated the conversation because Deandra knew she was just going to get that exact reaction, Mm -hmm. that exact apology. And she accepted it and moved on. She was, she wasn't going to get what she wanted out of that, which is, this is uh, Deandra certainly looks amazing this season, but I'm also just enjoying her energy this season. I feel like she is in a much lighter, healthier place with her herself. And mm-hmm. I think a lot of that actually has to do with Leanne not being on the show because oh Deandra's relationship with Leanne was always so intense and it just kind of like sucked the air out of the room. I feel like so much of Deandra's energy on the show was devoted to fighting with Leanne or, you know, trying to rehash all these things with Leanne. And now that Leanne is gone, I feel like Deandra just kind of has room to breathe and just kind of be herself. And I guess also there's less kind of um, stress going on with her business and that kind of stuff is behind her a little bit. So I, I have loved seeing her just kind of have a little more fun this season and be a little more relaxed. Um, the name Leanne just like triggered me really quick. Right? It like, feels like, like I got like chills. It feels like that was like five years ago, but it, <gasps> yeah. Um, oh God. Okay. But sp- speaking of Deandra being relaxed, let's talk about the shaman, which is still, um, still a hot topic. So basically, um, it, you know, we have this, like Brandy is just not willing to let this go. And yeah. she, she says that this, or so her, like her, like new argument is that this like astral projection thing that Darren was doing, which she calls astro gliding um, was, you know, kind of, going into this bad place of spirits because the devils can be anywhere and all of this stuff. And Brent Deandra calls her out for being a cafeteria Christian and, you know, choosing the green jello and not the blue jello. And I, I just, I was like, I'm going to take a backseat in this during this, because I was like, what, I don't even know what they're talking about. The the thing is, I don't think they know what they're talking about. (laughs) I think both of them, both of them are Christians, obviously. They both feel, you know, strong about their religion. And it's so yeah. ridiculous that this is a thing that we're now going to be talking about for multiple episodes. Because the whole thing with Christianity, do you know how many different, um, you know, sects and denominations and types of right. Christianity there are? Like, the idea, if Brandy was uncomfortable in that situation, good for her don't do it again, you know, feel free to express your own feelings. But the way that this is just continually being brought up as something that Deandra was doing wrong, it's like everybody has their own, you know, spiritual relationship. Everybody can try their own things. And especially considering that Brandy has brought on, you know, a psychic and a ghost and a Ouija board and all this stuff to the show. It's like, why is this the hill that you're now really trying to go after? Yeah, well, you know, these are the types of things where she's, it's so now clear because she is exiting that she's just trying to, like, hold on and gasp for, like, 
air almost to continue being on the show. And I think she made the right decision where like, it's almost to the point where it's like, I'm tired of like talking, like she's not doing anything for me. It's interesting. She, her kind of like, I I don't mean to be too cynical about this, but her sort of like rebrand as a like, Christian woman because if you go on her Instagram now like she's posting stories every day that are like Bible verses and quotes and stuff and I think that's great for her if that's you know the place that she's in and that's what's important to her but it feels really awkward the way she's kind of trying to make that a storyline on the show because it's not a she's not making it about her own journey she's making it a way to attack Deandra for something that just doesn't feel like yeah. worth getting into. And this luau party is beautiful, by the way. It's at Tiffany Moon's husband's hotel in Dallas. Which Her Lux, Lux Luau. Who knew Who knew that uh, that Mr. Moon owned hotels? Good to know. And, and Tiffany didn't want any guests on the floor that she was getting ready on. I was like, yes, girl. But this, yes, uh, this like little yard area at the hotel just looks beautiful. Um, we get to hear from Jen for the second time this season about her gobbler vagina, which... I don't know what she did to piss off the editors of this show, but the fact that they have <laughs> reduced her role so drastically, but somehow managed to leave in two different clips of her talking about her uh, her um, lady parts is just, it's rude, to be honest. I, I mean, yeah, I think she brings a little bit more than that from what I can see. So I'm like, okay. But I loved when they went to each of the women individually about Tiffany's party. And they're like, this is the best. She's really grown. She's learned how to throw a party. There are no rules. The food is great. Like they're like, really like Tiffany went all in and yeah. she was like living. And then I'm dying when Carrie I had a friend like this too, where you just like, they don't know when to stop. And like, Carrie's like chasing her with like a fire pole. And Tiffany dead serious was like, sat on a lounge chair and was like home base. And she was like, my five-year-old children do this. She's like, but the thing with Carrie is like, I don't know if she was, she gonna light me on fire. Like, I, I don't know. She very well could have, but um, I, I feel like Tiffany just is completely over her little hump. Like she is yeah. good. She is here to stay. And well, I think oof, we have I, nothing to worry about. I feel really bad for the stuff she's had to deal with, with Brandy specifically, but kind of, I mean, I feel like she did get hazed a little bit by the group. They gave her a lot of shit for this, for the pizza party she threw before. Um, but it, it is great to see her feeling more comfortable. It seems within the group and it feels like, everybody is kind of like like down for her to to succeed at this point and i hope that continues and i hope that you know the positive vibes continue happening because it has been sort of a rough um it's been a rough time watching her kind of be you know put through the paces by this group i didn't love cameron's comment about being able to train her to throw a good party it's like yeah, she's like, not like I think she's not like, you know, Aladdin, the street rat that you found and like taught yeah. to live in the palace. Like she just was like I th- had a few too many rules at her last party. Like, yes, I think that was just such a typical Cameron I know, um, it's like, statement oh, where she was like, anybody can be trained. And we're like, Cameron, you 
you know what? Need to like let. I'm sorry. I'm gonna say it. You need to let loose a little. You bit. know what? I bet Tiffany Moon knows how to pay an electric bill. So maybe she, maybe <laughs> maybe Cameron could get trained next. Um. Yes, but I. We also have to say though, Tiffany. Speaking of Tiffany, that her mom. She was so hesitant about telling her mom that she stepped back, and her mom. Yeah. was so happy and and then that told was, her eventually to take a second day off was, and Tiffany that was, was like, such I'm a sorry. surprising lovely moment what? and especially you know that was just a few minutes in the episode after Tiffany had been talking to Deandra and Carrie about not feeling that love and support from her mom and sort of yeah. feeling like she was more she said she felt more like um what uh, what did she say she said she felt more like an investment than a daughter um right and so it was nice to see kind of you know, we had seen Tiffany be so vulnerable and then her mom kind of surprise her and give her that love and support that she sort of has been craving. Yeah, because I think Tiffany is actually putting that pressure on herself. Think it, like instead of getting it from her parents because she thinks that's what she, her parents want. But in reality, yes. her parents just want her to be successful, but happy also. Well, and and- I think I think it's it's important to note that, you know, people can change like, when Tiffany was 19, I'm sure she was getting that pressure from her parents. And maybe, totally. you know, maybe if she had said a year into her career that she wanted to take time off, they wouldn't have been supportive of that. But, you know, she's in a in a place where she has two young kids. She clearly has other, you know, businesses that she's working on. Obviously, Housewives is a job, but she also has, you know, candles and she has like a product line that she's been working on and you see her doing a lot of different stuff on social media so it's like she is not the kind of person who's taking time off just because she wants to you know sit around and not do anything um yeah but yeah it was i liked this episode i i thought there was a, a lot of different stuff going on um it's interesting to see we must be getting close to the end of their season item at I don't know I guess they haven't filmed their reunion yet so we have a few more weeks yeah but Atlanta Atlanta filmed their reunion yesterday, yesterday. did you see Marlo's post on Wednesday afternoon no she deleted it but she posted oh, well. <laughs> she posted this text post let me see if I have a screenshot I posted it on story but then it went away when she deleted it um she posted a text post that was like does anyone in New York know where I can get a sexy black dress? (laughs) And I did see that. It was like, Marlo, are you okay? And And also Marlo, you can get a sexy black dress in New York anywhere. Literally. Right. Like I know that it's last minute, but like stores are open. (laughs) Like you could go to a store. Um, But yeah, that was so funny, but I cannot wait to see that reunion. We know that in addition to the five housewives, Latoya, Marlo, and Shamia were all there. So it's going to be a full, a full couch or likely full chairs separated by six feet. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? Well, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. 
Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. I am so happy that warmer weather is finally back and we can get back to enjoying some time in the sun. But the springtime always brings those unwanted guests, pollen and seasonal allergies. April showers bring May flowers and also sniffly noses and stuffed up sinuses. Luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. I have had seasonal allergies for pretty much my entire life. Unfortunately, there are definitely those days where I have canceled my plans because I simply just don't want to be out in the world because of my allergies. But luckily, Claritin is the perfect thing that you can just take at the beginning of the day. And it really helps with all of those symptoms, clearing up your eyes, clearing up your sinuses, clearing up your congestion. It's the easiest way to just get those allergies under control, whether it's in the spring, any other time of year. And it's designed for serious allergy sufferers. Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. Ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. Okay, let's let's quickly talk about below deck sailing. Um, just some, oh my goodness, some quick little thoughts. My main thought being that Gary is a fucking idiot. I'm like pee- I'm like peeing, like looking at our outline and like Dylan's <laughs> first bullet under below deck. Gary is an idiot. I was like, oh, right, I will let you lead on that. The thing. Okay, <laughs> so we have we talked about in the past. Gary and Sydney hooked up their first, you know, quote unquote night out. And, you know, clearly there was some awkwardness after that. It seemed like Sydney was, you know, kind of into Gary and Gary was like, I don't, this isn't a situation that I want to, you know, keep getting into. And so then their next quote unquote night out, they're playing truth or dare. They're having a good time. Allie and Gary are, you know, kind of getting cozy with each other. They're hanging out. Sydney kind of interrupts them. Gary's like, oh, fuck, what did I get myself into? And then all of a sudden, Sydney and Gary are hanging out. And Gary, we see Gary basically turn her down. She's like trying to kiss him. He is like, no, 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 like we can't, I don't know. And then, ah! <laughs> and then. <laughs> All of a sudden, it's 8 a.m. the next morning, and they're in bed together. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, Gary! Uh, okay, I'm sorry, though, but Dylan, you also have to add in... I'm not calling Sydney an idiot, but you have to add her in there also. Well, like, yes, come on. There are a lot of dumb decisions being made, but Gary, I feel like, was... Because Sydney was coming on to him, he was in the position where if he said no, it wasn't going to happen. And right, you know, I he mean, he was thinking with his lower part, yes, not his yes, yes, yes. And then the brain. conversation that they have the next day, basically, he knows that he's fucked. He's like, God damn it, like, why did I do this? Basically, and <laughs> he he basically says they're not going to be a thing. That he is not trying to do this. Whatever. And with when when Sydney says, "Oh yeah, like I won't ruin your life," I was like, "Oh." 
Oh, she's going to ruin your life. <laughs> oh, she's going to ruin your life. We, I, I just have a feeling that we are not done with them. Like, we're going to, there's going to be more. They're oh, still on I the hope boat. We're not. Like, it's bound to happen. I know. Okay. So here we go. We're on to the next charter because these, the charter guests, the, I, so I don't know what the hell happened when their tests came back negative, but we're moving on already. From I think them. because like, we ne- they are never to be seen again. <laughs> they said that the one guest was still showing symptoms. So I don't think they right, would they have were, brought yes. him back on the boat. Right. So this new family's coming. They're all freaking out because there's nine of them. And I'm like, why are you guys panicking? Like, that could happen. There's nine people. Like it doesn't seem that crazy, but they come on and they are this fancy schmancy family. They said that they are the first same sex couple in the UK to use a surrogate. And I was like, Oh, that's very nice. Like love it. And so they were on the boat and Daisy, she's like, let's Google them, which I didn't know. I was actually, I guess once we find out that they can show that, but I was like, I wonder if they Google all of their guests, but I this would. one they just, and they, no, I know, but if they, that they showed it on camera. <laughs> yeah. So then we, so then they all are like gasping and I'm like, oh my God, what is happening? <sighs> Guys, this is a love triangle that I don't think Bravo has ever like come across before. So it is a gay couple. Yes. Males. And they are both there with their current boyfriends. Yes. And they're okay. So and they're Barry five kids spelled B-A-R-R-I-E, by the way, <laughs> is his boyfriend, his current boyfriend is his daughter Saffron's ex-boyfriend whom they used her eggs. <sighs> To have children with. So technically Barry's child is also his his grandchild. To be honest, I can't unpack that right now. I can't, I don't have the mental capacity. I can't, I won't. I didn't know about the eggs until my friend my friend like Googled it too. Everyone Googled it and she told me that part because I, I don't think that was on the show. I think I was like in the kitchen when that part was playing and I heard it and I was like, should I rewind? And I was like, you know. I'm going to keep, I'm going to just... really should have, <laughs> um, but these guests are, you know, kind of the worst nightmare. They, they want all of their food plated at all times, which usually if you watch they'll for lunch or for breakfast, they'll do kind of like a little serve yourself situation. Like, an, a, you know, you've watched the show, um, but they also are super particular about their food. They have, you know, they want mashed potatoes five different ways. They all want their steak cooked differently. I feel like it's the kind of thing where nothing they're asking for is like not okay to ask for, but they just want all of it. So, yeah. And here's the thing about Natasha though, because she came to them and was like, all right, so we're going to do family style. And they were like, no, we're not going to do family style. Like, and so then she started panicking, but I agree with you like breakfast or lunch. Yes. It's, it's like, um, more, you know, chill dinner. I absolutely agree. Like it shouldn't be family style. And she came to them ahead of time, asked what they wanted and had it all planned out. So like, I just feel like she's complaining just to complain about things. Like it was all there. That is her job. I, I agree. And I think there's a fine line between being stressed because your job is stressful and being stressed because you're being put in a position you shouldn't be in and i think this is the case of where it's like yeah this is a stressful charter but like it's still within the like umbrella of what your job is supposed to be and to be honest 
the fact that they were getting their steaks like 20 minutes apart, that is unacceptable. Um, hundred percent. I wrote that in my notes. I said, I cannot tell you my dad bugs out about that too. I would too. That charter guest was a hundred percent right. Your food should come out at the same time. There is no exception to that there. They yeah. need to eat at the same time. So him, the way he handled that was absolutely correct. And right. you know what? I meant to say she also was like, okay, we can do family style. And they said no. And she was like, okay, so we can make like Michelin star. Whoa, whoa, whoa. So it was family style or Michelin like, star. Like there was no in between. Like I can what? go to Applebee's and get a plated meal. Like <laughs> I, Dylan, that is Michelin star. Michel- That's a Michelin, Michelin star. star. Those fries, they don't <laughs> quit. Um, But <laughs> a two for 20 at a Michelin star restaurant. Wow. Um, But yeah, I think this is. We've seen now a few times, and we're only a few charters in, Natasha seems to be really capable in terms of, like, the food aspect, but really kind of has trouble with the pre- with the pressure of the, the organization and the kind of logistics of her job. And I feel like this is kind of, for somebody like that, who we've seen her like that in less stressful situations, this charter is kind of the worst nightmare because yeah, it's not a question of whether she can, you know, cook the steak properly, but this is like a tall order from a, from a, you know, being organized standpoint. And that's clearly not her strongest suit. Also, if the interior and decks get mad when the tip is clearly going to be reflected off of the food situation that's like on you. And it's one thing if like, yes, we've seen um, annoying charter guests in the past and there's nothing you can do about it. But this, like this is her, this is on her also. (sighs) It's not just the guests being annoying, but you know what? They're on a charter and we're not. So I just, just... it looks like there's going to be some rough seas ahead. Mm. done <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna let's pound it through the screen oh my god everybody thank you for listening have a great weekend stay safe stay happy stay healthy we'll be back on monday with another episode in the in the Ooh. meantime rate review subscribe we love those we love those great reviews they are so helpful we love the five if stars we love the positive if you have reviews. been listening to this podcast and you're enjoying it go leave a a little review or even just a rating is great we really appreciate it uh you can follow us on instagram at bravo by betches subscribe to our new newsletter launching next week at betches.co slash bravo newsletter and just be cool don't be all like uncool mention it all is produced by sean kilby and jorge morales pico editing by sean kilby social media by dylan hafer guest booking by nicole pellegrino be sure to follow at bravo by betches on instagram and twitter thank you to our sponsor splash refresher meet the water beverage that loves self-care as much as you do just because you have to hydrate doesn't mean it has to be tasteless splash refresher makes hydration deliciously easy splash perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness all with zero sugar and zero calories i am gonna go grab myself a wild berry splash now that i am done recording and you should too consider your hydrated self thriving find splash refresher today on amazon and instacart or at your local walmart sam's club or kroger Betches.